doing today? Welcome again to the While You're a Single podcast. I hope you have been enjoying the podcast of the past few weeks. And if it has been a blessing, I hope you have been able to perhaps share with a friend or two. I hope you've been able to share it with others as well and uh, just um, um, bring into their attention to While You're a Single podcast. And uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us again this week. Um, last week, I began to continue on allowing God to get us from having holds to being whole. And I began to discuss um, the process that God took Adam through to receive Eve, a process which I believe everybody goes through, whether you want to get married or whether you want to get to the next level of what God has called you to do. And I began to talk about um, five verses in Genesis chapter 2, which kind of give us a glimpse, an overview of how God brought Eve to Adam. And uh, I began to use those verses to amplify the importance of being set apart. Um, The foundational scripture uh, that gives us uh, an idea of the process God takes us through um, is uh, 1 Thessalonians 5.23, which says, May the God of peace himself sanctify you completely or through and through or in every way uh, depending on what Bible translation you're using and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless until the coming of Christ Um, we need to allow God to sanctify us completely Uh, the sanctification process is something that God does to sanctify means to make holy, to set apart to purify, to cleanse, to wash, to um, you know, things like that. And uh, we focus on the word set apart. But this is something God does. So every time somebody says be holy and stuff, that's great, but it's something God does. So we need to yield ourselves and allow God to do that. And the f- fundamental way he does that is through his word, okay? Um, we were looking at Genesis 2, verses 7, 8, 15, 21, and 22 to have an idea of the process that we all go through Um, to receive whomever or whatever God has for us. And we began to look at Genesis 2-7 where it says, God created man from the dust of the ground, breathed through his nostrils, and man became a living being. And in verse 8, he took this man, Adam, and put place, positioned him in the Garden of Eden. First meaning of the word set. Put place, position, or move. He put him in the Garden of Eden, indicating that God has to set you apart before he sets you up with someone. God has to get you from one environment to the other. The environment often is an uh, unhealthy environment, is a filthy environment as represented by dust. Uh, uh, Some people have been shaped in iniquity. Some people have been raised in dysfunction. And consequently, they've learned to function in dysfunction. They do not know any different. So before God can set someone up, you know, a lot of people, they desire to get married. They're trying to do it God's way, but are unaware that they've learned things that will interrupt and interfere with whomever God has for them. And God has to first take those individuals out of an environment like that. Say, first of all, let's get out of that environment. It could be a church. It could be a workplace. It could be a city, a country, a state or whatever. So if you're feeling like you need to move out of somewhere You're thinking one thing, maybe for a job or whatever, you know, think about it deeply. It could be God trying to set you up for a mate or whatever he has for you. It could be. 
Because that's his thing that God, he gets you out of an environment. He got the Israelites out of Egypt before he got them to the promised land. So that's the first step, Genesis 2, 7, 8, and 15. God put Adam in the Garden of Eden apart from the dust of the ground. Eden means delight. We know what dust is. It's dirt. God has to get you out of dirt, get you out of a mess to get you into the environment where you're going to be blessed. That's step number one. Step number two was when God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam. God anesthetized him. And in our everyday life, we know when a doctor applies or induces an anesthesia into a patient is because the doctor is about to work on the patient. So, last time we stopped that, why does God cause us to rest? First of all, you know, some of us are worn out. Some of you are worn out. You're worn out. You've dated everybody you can think of. You've tried everything. Some of you understand that it's important to serve God and you have been serving God. You've been trusting God. You've been praying to God. You've been believing God. In the process, you've been looking around. And like Adam, prior to God inducing sleep on him, in Genesis 2.20, Scripture says he was giving names to the animals, which was an assignment that God gave him. God gave him that job to give names to the animals. And he's doing all that. But while he's doing all that, he's looking around and all he sees are animals. And you might be like Adam. You're doing everything God has called you to do. You're serving. But while you're serving, you're looking around and all you see are animals. Dogs, pigs, cats, goats, monkeys. And you're even more depressed. You've dated online. Dated offline, dated out of line, and you haven't made progress. No wonder God says you need to sit down and just relax. Just, 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 just stop already. And God put him to sleep. Step two, God has to set you down before he sets you up. God put him to sleep. Relax, rest, have a cook and a smile, just chill. You're tired, you're worn out, just recuperate. Calm down, just calm down. What happens when you're sleeping? Well, you really don't know because you're sleeping. What happens when you're sleeping? You don't see anything. While some of you might be thinking, God has forgotten you. God doesn't care about you. Nothing is happening. Little do you know that you're just in the second part of the sanctification process. Resting. Remember one of the reasons why a lot of the people from the children of Israel did not make it into the promised land was because they did not Enter God's rest. They did not enter God's rest. You don't know how important, how critical, how vital it is for you to be in a state of rest. When you are in a state of rest, you recuperate and you are in a better position to hear from God. 
you are in a better position to discern what God is doing. You're in a better position not to be distracted by any and everything that is happening all around you. And you're in a better position to, for God to do what he needs to do. That's why doctors put patients in a state of rest. Because it allows them the liberty, the latitude to work on the patient and remove any kinks in their body, remove anything that is not supposed to be there. It enables them to really get the patient to where they need to be. Along the same lines, God, the great physician, the best physician, is putting you in a place where he can really, really set you apart and get you ready for what he has for you. Allow God to do what he wants to do. The state of rest could be likened to the wilderness experience. It seems dry. Seems nothing is happening. Nothing joyful is going on. The children of Israel got to the wilderness before they got to Canaan. In the wilderness, they were in a holding pattern. Now, if you know the story, you know that God told them to get into the promised land and they complained that there were giants in the land. They weren't ready to get in. And something that they could have achieved in 11 days caused them 40 years. Part of the reason why they sabotaged their progress to the land was because of their past experience in Egypt. How is Canaan any different from Egypt where we were enslaved? Now you're trying to get us into another place where they're going to enslave us because these guys are even bigger and stronger. So God is like, you know what? Before we get you into this place, let's just work on you a little bit. Just relax in this wilderness place. This Just rest here. 40 years. 40 often represents testing. All the same, God is trying to get you somewhere. God is trying to get you to someone. But first, like everybody goes through, you got to rest. You got to relax. That might mean you're going to go a number of years without dating anybody except God. My wife, awesome, beautiful wife, she went through 10 years of not dating anybody. She didn't plan that. She surrendered her life 10 years prior and said, God, let's do this. And it took her 10 years before she and I started dating. Me? That's a long story. And I think I've alluded to them in previous podcasts. I talked about how after I gave my life to Christ in 1995, Christmas Eve, I didn't get married 18, until 18 years later. Now relax. Don't freak out. I believe that's not going to be your story. I hope that's not going to be your story. And the quicker or the sooner you allow God to work on you, the less the time it'll take for him to finish what he needs to do in you. So all the same, everybody goes through the process of rest. So just relax, rest, and let God work on you.
Last time I talked about why do you have to go through rest. I think I talked about it a little bit already, but the rest stage is also a setup for stage number three. Genesis 2.21, after God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, the Bible says God took a rib out of Adam. Number one, before God can set you up, he has to set you apart from something, somewhere, or someone. Number two, before he can set you up, he has to set you down. And number three, not only does God have to set you apart from somewhere or someone or something, not only does God have to set you down, God also has to set things apart from you. Hence, the reason why we have stage number two, rest, which leads to stage number three. While you're resting, God takes things out of you. Have you had people leave your life? God takes things, people, situations circumstances, things that in some cases may have been beneficial to you out of your life. While you're getting upset and angry and bent out of shape and wondering what's going on, little do you know that God is trying to set you up. But he takes people out, situations out, mindsets out of your life because those people, those things, Mindsets can hold you back from receiving whomever or whatever God has for you. God took a rib out of Adam. The Israelites left Egypt. But it didn't mean that they let Egypt out of their minds. God took them out of Egypt but those that didn't get into the promised land did not let God take Egypt out of them. You may have come from an environment. God took you out of that environment, unhealthy environment, dysfunctional environment. That was just the first step. Then God calls you to rest, second step. Then third step, God has to take that environment out of you. You may have left that guy, left that woman, left the club scene, left the environment, left the church, left the place where you were criticized, where you were condemned, where you were belittled, where you were told you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you're not pretty, you're not beautiful, you never get married, you'll never get anything that God has for you. You're not going to make something of your life. You're not there anymore, but you still think like you're still there. You think that you're not good enough. You think you're not handsome. You think you're not beautiful. You think nobody's going to want you. You think you're not good enough. You think you're not attractive. You think you'll never make it. You think that if, if you find somebody, they're going to leave you. You think the way you thought when you were in that environment. And God is like, I got to get that out of you because that mindset can cause you problems. Thank you for listening to While You're a Single Podcast. Stay tuned. Think about these things and we're going to see you next week. Thank you for listening to the While You Are Single Podcast. We hope that you were informed, inspired, and impacted. O.J. Tokes has written a life-changing book titled 
rejected for a purpose, how God uses rejection to help you find and fulfill your destiny. If you would like to learn more about the book, please visit ojtokesministries.org. That is ojtokesministries.org. If you like Christian inspirational hip-hop, check out OJ Toke's Christian inspirational hip-hop album, A Breath of Fresh Air, which is now available on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and other music outlets. You can also learn more about his music by going to ojtokesministries.org. Thanks again for listening to the While You Are Single podcast, which OJ Tokes presents weekly, every Monday. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share with your friends and join us again next Monday. Until then, take care and stay blessed.